0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas and Caballero.
2: to another edition of Leader Ring Radio. I'm your host, Dave Duenas, with my co-host, Mr. Gabriel Montoya. You know, um, I went, I went in to work today, and uh, one of the guys at uh, one of my lots go, ¿Qué pasó and, say, ¿Qué? ¿Qué on the way? and then he goes, oh shit, you did really lose your voice. I said, bro, I don't lie, and even when I lie, I'm telling the truth. You know, So yeah, if you're wondering what's going on with my voice I lost it on Saturday, man uh, Got hectic, got crazy, got exciting Andy Ruiz pulled it off uh, Upset, uh, beat uh, uh, Anthony Joshua What a great fight Great fight between the two Kudos to both men Went out there and displayed their heart And everything that comes along with being a fighter um, It's just really sad to see Some folks can't accept what happened Saturday night um, as myself and many others, we didn't really think that Andy Luis could pull it off. Uh, I had my reasonings. I I said it on the air, uh, but I did also say, How we could win, and if that was to be the case, this is the what this is this was going to lead him to victory. And guess what? Uh, he took a page from, you know, Corey Sanders and and uh, Lamont Brewster, jumped on the big man, made the man the bigger man. It's, you know, expend his energy, made him fight a short man's fight, which is which is something that it's an Achilles to tall, big fighters. You don't want to inside fight a shorter guy with shorter arms because his punches are going to land there first every single time. Um, big kudos to, to Andy and his trainers, man. I mean, they took it at a you know at a late notice. Uh, Baby Miller opted himself out by by being tested with everything in his blood system except alcohol. And they took it on it and I was I was like, okay, is it is it enough time to have a game plan, Gabriel? Right? That's that was that was the main question for everybody that was thinking about that fight. You know, there was no question of whether or not can Andy Ruiz fight. We knew he could fight. We saw exactly what it did to Parker. Okay, he made a puncher turn into a boxer. Which as myself and so many others believe that he won that fight. It's the only blemish on his record. Took some time off after that defeat um, as as anyone would because it was it's a hard pill to swallow. Takes this fight. Asks for this fight. DMed Eddie Hearn for this fight. Lands the fight. Moment of truth comes on Saturday night. You have the Mexican flag behind him. You have very little Mexican fans there at the Madison Square Garden, but the few that were there, they made enough ruckus to make themselves known, right? And as soon as that fight started going, the, the still I had people question asking me questions about what what I thought, and, and do you think Andy's got a chance? And I was like, you're very op- optimistic, but at the same time, you know, realistic about. This situation was fighting one of the best heavyweights right now of the division. You know, between Wilder, who is the most entertaining and exciting heavyweight, technically sound, AJ was the factor. Olympian, big, strong, athletic, could punch, and showed that he had a heart when getting dropped by Latimer Klitschko, which is very funny to me to hear now that all of a sudden AJ's got a glass jaw. How many of you fuckers can take a shot from Vladimir Kalisco and get right back up and knock out and then, you know, drop him? How many of you can you do that, huh? You know, how many of you can take an Andy Ruiz shot straight right to the face? How many can take that? You know, I think it's hilarious that we can't accept uh, a guy that came in not having the physique that we all supposedly imaged, you know, a Hercules physique, and the guy... Even tweeted out before the fight saying I'm going to, you know, prove all my haters and he does it and, and and why is it such a hard pill to swallow? That this guy defined exactly what the image that we all think or paint should uh, how heavyweight supposed to be If anything, I think everybody should be excited and happy. I was not only not only did I, I do I love the fact that boxing produces upsets that boxing's so unpredictable and that's why we watch it that only once in a great while, you're gonna have these these moments in this sport where you're like, "Shit, I was part of history. I actually watched history happen." Then it gets tarnished by the internet. Sometimes I wish we didn't have the internet. You know, it's it's so crazy. First Mexican American, Mexicano to win the heavyweight th- title, which. I, I told Gabriel a long time ago, I'm like, man, I don't even think we're ever going to see a Mexican champion, heavyweight champion in our lifespan. I don't think it's going to happen. And and look, without looking for it, it happened. It was a great night. Great night for anybody that's a fight fan. Great night for, for the Mexican Americans. Great night for, for Mexicans. You know, um, but really, if you take away all the nationality and Nationality you know a uh, pride. it was a great night of boxing. It was a great night to witness an upset of such magnitude, of such excitement <laughs> between the two they were gutting it out. One man though, just couldn't hold on long enough to pull out another trick out of the bag of that of the, you know the rabbit out of the hat and, and instead of saying, "Hey, one guy." came with a plan and stuck to it and did exactly what you're supposed to do in the fight game, which is hone down on your plan and, and stick to it and execute it. We got other fools just knocking it off and just, you know, now making tons and tons of... Dude, I don't know. How many, how many excuses have you seen out there, Gabriel? I, I think I've seen already like six or seven excuses that are like lingering around for AJ, which AJ and Eddie Hern are the only ones that are like not being... You know, sore losers about it. They're actually taking it really graceful. You know. Were you I asking me questions? In. I was asking. <laughs> you, I didn't yeah. know.
3: I didn't know if you were doing the monologue. You were asking me. You're introducing me into the show. Um, you know, uh, what was the question you were asking me?
2: How many, how many excuses? excuses? Did, yeah, how many excuses oh, did you You know, I mean,
3: there? Uh, this is the a thing. You know, the, the the further along I go, the the less. I give a shit about what boxing Twitter has to say a lot of the time. This is a lot of negativity. There's a lot of people without any, you know, if it's an anonymous account, more often than not, I'm just going to ignore that person uh, or right. just kind of mute them. I've seen a lot of people just talk a lot of trash. I- I'm going to take this one for, for Mexico. Everybody else gets to fly their banner. Everybody else <laughs> does, but but, you know, because our history isn't told by our history, I mean Mexican-Americans or Mexicans, uh, it, it's told by the victors, we get kind of X'd out of U.S. history, the standard history you get taught in public right. schools, you know we get told What's about the history? Alamo or whatever um, we don't get really told the, the real history of how uh, several states became the United States uh, you know, several states that were actually Mexico, uh, and the fact that they you know, there's the the, the, the treaty and everything but uh, the U.S. didn't you know, of Guadalupe Hidalgo uh, but the U.S., like many treaties that they signed uh, after conquering folks, uh, they they didn't honor that treaty. So uh, to me, it's not even worth all that much. Uh, but so I'm going to take this one for Mexico, and it's it to me it was typical. Michael Woods was kind of like, "What is all this Mexico stuff?" Kevin Ioli was like, "I don't understand why he's saying he's you know he's Mexican, isn't he from here?" And it's like, "Dude, you're from Nevada. You should know that that was you know not always the United States, right?"
0: Right.
3: Um, you know, so like, and these guys that, that you know, you've covered Mexicans for so long, like in boxing, like how do you not understand? Have you, how have you never asked that question? And it was interesting. I was listening to um, uh, an immigration lawyer uh speak about the issue. Uh, no, it was actually, I'm sorry, an immigration reporter speaking about immigration and, and going to cover the borders and everything. And they said, you know, so much more understanding could be had of the people coming from Central and South America, coming up from Mexico to come to the United States. If instead of asking them, why are you coming here? Ask them, why are you leaving there? And then we would get kind of an understanding, a deeper human understanding. And, you know, you'd have to maybe ask Andy his whole history. He's got family members that were all born in Mexico. Like speaking for myself, i'm a mexican american or an American of Mexican descent because i've got family one my mom's from mexico my dad's side was here in you know the 1700s we came over in the 1500s uh, Both sides have Spanish roots uh, settled in Mexico. One side was on that side before the u s mexico war and the other side had been here since the 1700s and they they decided to be on this side but to make us choose i mean this is actually parts of the United States are are you know like the southwest are Mexican homeland you know, just because it has a different name and they drew an imaginary map there doesn't take away all the history, centuries of history that Mexicans have had in this country. So to ask, how come he's flying two flags? You might as well just put a T-shirt on that says I'm an ignorant fool when it comes to the United States and Mexico's history. So it's, it's, I, no, dude, it's I, all day long, no. all weekend long, i just been running into Mexicans. Like, it was weird. It was like. Uh, I was helping a friend move on Saturday night, one of the people that was in my show. We closed Saturday, and I drove over to her place to help her move. And this is out in um, uh, uh, by, not Visalia, uh, uh, Vallejo. And where she moved was like in downtown Vallejo where there was having a, a car show. So there's just like every Mexican in Vallejo was at this car show, and dudes were just – everybody was buzzing. Everybody was talking about it. It's like we all—it's like being on a team that finally wins the Super Bowl after all these years. Now we've got—we're part of boxing history in every division. We've got a Mexican, you know, uh, heavyweight champion. He's not the lineal; he doesn't have the WBC belt, but he's got three belts. Uh, and he's looking to make some fights. He's probably going to have to do that—that that rematch. But he did it the old-fashioned way. He wasn't sold to us, Mexican style. He wasn't sold right. to us, he was like, Chris Ariola, this is going to be the next heavyweight champion. This guy was, you know, even though he'd fought for it and arguably had beat Joseph Parker, and this should have been maybe his first defense of his title was a unification match. Instead, um, you know, he's a guy that, that was just kind of thrown to, to the side. And, and when you really look at the, the fight, you know, what, I was on, I do this radio show, other radio show on Wednesdays. I uh, have for years, like almost as long as I've done this show called uh, Z Twins uh, Radio, uh, or Game Time with Z Twins. It's uh, up in uh, Washington State, and I told them how Andy could win, you know. But I didn't really take it, you know. It was like if Joshua bends his knees and 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 trades on the inside, and then allows that kind of fight. That's Andy's game. He has fast hands. He throws in combination. He's a good counter puncher. He's got a good right hand. That's going to be, you know, but he's got all the punches. That'll be the problem. What Joshua has to do is stay at distance, win it that way, dominate him for like the majority of the fight, break him down, and then stop him late. But Joshua didn't do that. He put him down fast and got it got too good to him, and he went after Andy, who was supremely conditioned. But one of the things I pointed out was that Joshua hadn't fought since uh, last year. This is his first fight of the year. You know, he'd fought last in September against Povetkin, and so he took all that time off. Fights in a different country for the first time, uh, at the Garden with all that that brings, and he was fighting the Garden mystique as much as as much as Ruiz was. Uh, whereas Andy had fought this year, he'd fought twice, you know, March then July then then April. Uh, he had a long layoff after Kevin Johnson, but you know he beat a tall dude and Alexander Demetrienko. You know broke his ass down. Uh, so I think you know th- this is a guy that that stayed busy since losing to Joseph Parker. That was a tough thing back in uh, late. Uh, December didn't fight at all in 2017 But here he is fighting often And I think he looked like the sharper guy On the night I don't think there was that much wrong with, with you know with Joshua But I, I think that Ruiz well, was sharper you know,
2: I think with Joshua And I said this on the last show Is that if Joshua comes in With the Baby Miller plan it's It's, it's going to be all wrong For him because he's not going to be facing A slow thumping Coming forward heavyweight that that throws one or two punches He's going to throw a guy that, that has hand speed and volume And Those first two rounds People are texting me And asking me, what do you think? And I said, well we're going to see in two rounds Because it, it really depends on both men How are they going to execute? How, how do they look? And those first two rounds told me I was like AJ's fighting as if he thinks he's in front of Miller And Ruiz Needs to take advantage of that Getting that flash knockdown that AJ got over Ruiz, I remember. I, I'll never forget a quote that that Roy Jones said. He said sometimes getting an early knockdown can can ruin the, the fighter that thinks he won because he's a, inside. He's he's being victorious. He's like, oh, I won, I won. The fight is basically over for them, you know. And I don't know if that happened because AJ immediately uh, Brian Kenney was like. He's ferocious. Look at the way he executes. Now watch this. And all of a sudden, AJ kind of looked like Wilder. He just like just swinging for the fences trying to get Ruiz out of there. Now, was it because that like, he was trying to make a huge statement the way Wilder did last month? I don't know. We don't know what's going in the mind going on in his mind, but what I know was that he he was trying to trade in the inside which allowed Ruiz to gather his bearings, and it also showed you that Ruiz was game. Like he said, I got Mexican blood in me. You know, I'm a warrior. This is what we do. And he just turned it on, and we saw saw the outcome of that there. Um, How does he recover from this? You know, Gabe, I know that you have a difference of opinion from mine, Um, so I'll let you say it first. What do you think about an immediate rematch for A.J.? To, uh, to happen, to make with, with uh, Ruiz back in the UK I don't know if
3: he'll be back In the UK, that's going to be interesting to see Where it lands, and, and the thing That you mentioned, I, I agree with, is now They have Al Haman to deal with How's that fight going to go okay. down, you know, but if they if they Exercise that rematch clause next Joshua, I think, wants it You know, he said 100%, you know, after the fight But, you know Maybe cooler heads prevail and say he needs To take fight a fight in between I, I think, you know He's a hell of a fighter. Uh, He's got flaws. I mean, styles make fights, but I mean, you know, he's got a lot to build from. He's got all the punches. He's, you know, the best at his age and experience level, you know? Um, I I just think he, he, you know, he's got a good jab. He he fought a different fight. I think he looked at Andy and thought, I want to move a lot. I'm going to tire this fat boy out. And he didn't realize the guy's got an engine on him. And that, you know, he knows how to he knows how to do it. So I think with a longer look at Andy and a serious look at now they know he's a real opponent and, you know, we might see the best of Anthony Joshua. I mean, think about the careers that Vladimir Klitschko had, that Lennox Lewis had, that Joe Lewis had uh, after losing uh, and losing by knockout. He's in fine company, Anthony Joshua right now, you know, Uh, now we get to find out who he is. You know, uh, it's, it's not, you know, uh, People want to throw him on the scrap heap or he's got a bad jaw. You can't – two things can't be true, that, you know, he's fighting some of the biggest punchers of all time. But everybody always says from you know, any heavyweight champion, it's heavyweight boxing. And in a heavyweight boxing, anything can happen. One punch can change everything. And in this fight, yeah. one punch changed everything. You know, it went – it was kind of tight, and then boom – you know, Joshua let his – all of a sudden, the, the, the top of the third, he exploded. And you're like, okay, he's seen what he needed to see. And, you know, Andy wasn't exactly a defensive riddle in there. He was taking some pretty flush shots throughout. Uh, I think what Joshua decided was I can touch him. And this guy, he looks like a developmental opponent physically. I should just get this guy the hell up out of there. And, you know, it goes to show you. It's, you know, it's boxing, not bodybuilding. And, and that looks can be deceiving. And I, to me, it's just what could be more Mexican? than than being underestimated like Andy Ruiz was. The being unheralded and that's the guy that pulls out the victory. You know? That's Cinco de Mayo. That's what we celebrate. Beating the French army when we were completely outnumbered. In a war, you know battle we shouldn't have won. Um that's what Ruiz did. And and so I, I you know I think Joshua if they take a good long look at him for a camp, I think getting right back in there is, is probably the best thing for him. I mean he didn't know where he was you know, at the end of the fight, Eddie Hearn said that. He didn't know what punch had hurt him. He asked at the end of the sixth, you know, uh, why do I feel like this after getting instructions? Uh, Anthony, you know, I, I think as Pepper Road said, you know, it don't hurt to get knocked out. You don't feel a thing. And I think that's going to serve Anthony Joshua well going forward. There's, you know, he got caught. That fight could have easily extended in, in a different fight if he'd have stayed at long range. And that's all his corner was asking him to. Long one-two is up the middle. This guy throws wide. You don't want to get in close and all of a sudden punches, sneak around, you know, hit the top of your head. I mean, and look where he got hit. It wasn't on the chin. It was on the temple by the ear and high on the head. Like there was a left hook right that caught him that
2: ear. straight. Yep.
3: Yeah, but also one when he was bending over that caught him straight on top of the head. Andy hit him, tagged him. He also, you know, here's the thing that was underestimated. Andy caught him with a shot leaping in and caught him with a right from several feet out. That's not a move I would expect a man that size to make, no. and yet Andy was doing that, and then landing and throwing in combination. He's, he's, got, he's good with both hands, like turning his hips and just working both hands. Joshua just wasn't prepared to deal with that, and I, he wasn't I think prepared with a good long look, they could do a right? rematch and, and arguably win.
2: You know, it's very difficult to prepare for the size and speed that Ruiz brings to the table. You know, and I think that if going back to the drawing board, if they do an immediate rematch, the key thing is to try to number, number five, the speed of Ruiz by fighting like a tall man and using that jab. I just kind of feel that, you know what? I'm not sure if immediate should be the, 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 the immediate thing to do. I like to see him go back to the drawing board, build back that confidence and, and see where it goes from there. Um, if I was Andy Ruiz, yeah, I'd probably jump on it right away because no matter what, when you defeat a guy, when a guy gets defeated, it's always going to be that big question. You know, and they say the greats are the ones that can erase that question regardless, you know. But fighters fight with such a, with such a confidence that when something like that's not supposed to happen, and let's be honest, that wasn't supposed to happen. That's why it made it such a such a sweet victory. That's why it made it such a an astonishing upset. It wasn't supposed to happen that way, you know, but it did. And I wonder of the of the effect mentally. How much does it does it embed into AJ's mind? Um, you want you want to patch in some fight uh, some fight fans here on leaving the ring right now, man. Since we're on the topic and our front lines seem to start piling up over here, Gabriel.
3: Sure, Javier. I mean, Dave. Um, hang on one second. <laughs> Five one three. You're live on Leave It in the Ring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how you guys doing? This is Eric from Cincinnati, man. How are you?
3: Hey, how you doing?
1: Good, man. Good. Uh, that was an amazing fight this weekend, man. I tell you what, I had uh, Joshua all the way on this one, and uh, I couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, the one thing I really uh, that, that struck me though is the one judge. Had Joshua ahead at the time of the stoppage. Oh, I know. By one point. I don't understand that. I just, you know, and going back and look at it, and, and I'm like, well, it happened in the seventh round. It could be three and three, but at the still, he still, you still got to factor in the knockdowns. And I have no idea how what rounds they get. You know why they gave him those rounds. You know, it was just it was amazing, and it just kind of led me to believe that if this fight went the distance. It was going. To, it was going to go along the lines of the Katie Taylor Pearson fight, that um, right. was going to be a robbery. You know.
3: Yeah, I. I uh, and did they score that round correctly as a 10-8? eight? I'd like to talk to a judge, because I think two they knockdowns. Did. Yeah. Well, is it? This is why, I mean, I know it's a ten point must system. So if you get right. a knockdown, but then get knocked down twice. So you only get 10 and Or you know, the other guy gets 10 And you it becomes a 10-8 I know you get two of the point judges back. had
2: a 10-8 If I remember correctly yeah. um, And I think that one judge it. didn't No, no, yeah, I'm looking at the it? scorecards
3: All okay. three judges um, had a
2: 10-8 So I'm like So I don't understand
3: like, So he gets a point back for the knockdown I guess I don't know, I'll have, to, I'll have to consult with it But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a trip It was, uh, what, 57 56-57-56 56-57 uh, One judge uh, You know, yeah. I mean It all depends on what kind of fight you thought you were watching You know And and, and you value yeah. This is why I'm not a big fan of like valuing A, a power puncher's punch over A guy, you know a flesh, It's clean effective punching and I guess effective is, is the wiggle room Of, of, of that scoring criteria But you know, if you're looking at jo- Anthony Joshua as anything, he lands anything he hits, he kills. Uh, you know, sure, he was moving a lot, and then occasionally landing some flush shots. And Andy's arms would kind of go flying, so it looked like he was really taking some some punishment. But Andy was also landing some quality shots, and he seemed to be. They seemed to be fighting his fight. But if you thought, if you thought they were fighting, you know, a pressure fighter's fight. Uh, then it was Andy's. If you thought you were fighting a boxer movers fight, then you thought it was Anthony Joshua. And I think right, that's what exactly. they thought.
1: Yeah, that could be It's um, so subjective, you, guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And were you guys surprised as I was when uh, he got, he got clipped in the third round uh, when uh, Ruiz went down in the third round? I mean, he like dropped, like he got shot, you know? I mean, he was, he looked like he was really rocked and he got up with no problem. I mean, I was shocked that he was able to get up and, I mean, from that. I mean, because it looked like he didn't see that shot coming,
2: and he just completely dropped. He didn't see that shot coming. I mean, I, I was, you know, I wasn't surprised he got up. What I was surprised is how quick he recouped, you know. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Mean, because it was, he got hit, his, his face, even though he's got a poker face, I was like, okay, all right. I'm like, all right, let's see how he looks when he gets up. Hopefully, he doesn't, you know, try to open up and trade. But then he did. You know, he decided, because normally you want to do is you get dropped like that. You want to tie the guy up a little bit, try to walk him back, get some time where the ref can get in between that gives you a little bit of seconds of breather. But he didn't do that. And then the cardinal thing that AJ did as a mistake was he started to open up with a smaller guy in the inside because he thought he had him, you know. And I think just like the way you thought and I did, we were like, uh, uh, Ruiz is hurt and he's hurt bad, but Ruiz just recouped so quickly. Uh, that was the amazing part. Well, he also got rocked
3: again and then recovered. Kind of like okay, he like, adjusted his positioning on the inside. So this shows he's a he's a much more aware fighter than people give him credit for. Really, really, I always noticed about him. Just seeing him as an amateur at the wild card way back in the day was how calm and collected. Like he hasn't changed. Like you see him in interviews. He's very measured, you know, very thoughtful. But there's no highs or lows with him. He's just kind of kind of unblinking. He's just kind of like very confident in in in, in his abilities. Um, I was I, I watched the fight weird. Dave watched the fight live. I watched it sort of live on the DAZN app, but I was in, uh, had a play going on that I was in, uh, so I had to pause it. You know, I watched the timing. I had two shows and the timing of it. I watched like the first uh, first few rounds, but I had to go do something and I, and I missed the third round and I came back. And so my impression of the fight was like, wow, there's not a lot of action going on. I, I kind of watched it this really weird way. And then I paused it at the sixth round, right, right at the end of the sixth round. And I went to do my second act scene. And I, I, I was in the wings and there's a guy in the show that, that had uh, fewer scenes than me. So he'd be on his phone in the wings watching sports and a like total sports fanatic. And I'm waiting to go on. And I look over at him. I hear him go and look at me with like wide eyes. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to get back to my phone. Uh, And so I went out and did my scene and then, you know, intermission watched. And went. I was like, I must have missed something here. And I went back and then I saw the third round. And, yeah, I was surprised that he got up from that shot. That would have knocked out just about anybody in the division. And he just went right back in. And that's, to me, is just pure Mexican, pure fighter. And he was prepared. He said he had like 15 weeks to prepare for this fight. So he was just ready to go, and like, kind of like nobody expects me to be here. That's got to be the – in some ways it could either be, oh, my God, I didn't have enough time to, to prepare, you know. Uh, but in some ways it's kind of freeing. Nobody expects me to win. I got robbed the last time. I'm probably going to get robbed this time if I go the distance. So let's just go in there and do our thing. I, 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 I think it showed, you know. You kind of let go, and, and you fight outside yourself. Well, he did
2: say he had to knock him out, you know. Yeah. I have to yeah. knock him out.
3: You know? He also said Eric- that he wouldn't <clears throat> give him the respect that everybody else did,
2: and he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, Eric, thanks for calling in, man. We're going to let another caller on, okay? Thanks again. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Bye. Peace.
3: <clears throat> um, let's go 510. It's the uh, other longest caller on there. Q, You're live on Leave It in the Ring.
4: Hey, Gabe. Hey, Gabe. This right over here in Richmond. How you guys doing? What's up, man? Good, dude. Oh my I'm
3: God, in, man! I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm like, I'm you know, uh, I'm still on cloud nine about it. I gotta be honest. Are you in Taco and Heaven? I, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am in Taco Heaven.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's hilarious. Hell
4: yeah! Dude, uh,
3: Jesus,
4: my family, my family has like a bunch of big boys just like me. I look at like like uh, Andy, man. My my cousin, he was telling me because. To... Man, we're just, we're just so – I'm so excited, man. I think I've watched the fight like six times already, man. We're just like so happy and proud of Andy. And, uh, right. Yeah, man. You know, like I hope like, – because I, I know they're talking about going back to England with this fight. And respect to Anthony Joshua also, too, man. Great champion. I'm still a big fan of his. And right. And a lot of respect to Anthony Joshua. The way he acted to act the fight, too, man. Classy, man. Classy dude. A lot of heart, man. I got a lot of respect for Anthony Joshua, man. No disrespect. Know, at all. You
3: people, know, people gave him crap for that. You know, like, ah, uh, you know. It's like that Vince Lombardi mentality. Show me somebody who doesn't mind losing, I'll show you a loser. The guy's a multimillionaire at this point. Um, he's become one of the biggest stars in the sport. It happens. Sometimes, you know, life has a way of humbling you and be like, dude, this is all happening a little easier than it should. Let's give you some adversity. Maybe you're taking it for granted. You just think, you know, all I gotta do is hit a dude, get him out of there. Look at this fat boy. I, I think it's just poetic justice that that it was a Mexican dude, but that it was a fat Mexican dude, like the polar opposite it, physically of Anthony Joshua.
2: And people a, forget,
3: you know, these aren't Andy's. Kind of brought it back into the normal size of heavyweights. You know, the 260 is pretty big, but six three, that's a normal heavyweight.
0: You right.
3: Know, a more efficient machine. Six six.
2: was a lot I of a, that's,
3: you know, ready to do that.
2: There was a lot of Pasola well, power there. I
4: tell you that. Hey man, I'm i six foot one and 260 pounds, man. So I know I know the, I know the struggle, man. Struggle is real, man. And man,
3: it's struggle for hey. for big Mexicans everywhere. That's I was gonna for sure. say that's yeah, a big,
2: you're a big ass Mexicano, bro. Because the average yeah, is like dude. five eight, five nine. You know, I'm five nine. So yeah, dude.
4: Our family's like not, not everybody. We're all coming different sizes. I'm one of the bigger ones, but we're all kind of like. I, I remember telling my cousin Seth that he wanted. To, you know, he was like, oh, I'm my family, we all love boxing, but nobody kind of nerds out like I do on it. You know what I mean? So Because like, right. if I come in, we'll talk about it. They all got the zone and everything. And uh, my cousin's like, wait, hey, so what's up with this Andy Reese guy? You know, he doesn't really follow it. I go, oh, he looks like, like uh, Eric, our cousin. Oh, all right, cool, cool, cool. And, you know,
0: and that was it, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: That's
0: hilarious.
4: And, uh, yep. Yeah, dude. And, and my cousin, he didn't take my aunt to the airport, so he got home just as, like, the third round was popping off. He said he was, like, uh, took off all his clothes, got on his only, his underwear. He was like right. boxing like he was a little kid during the fight, man. He was just so pumped up, dude. Like I don't know, man. Just been, that's I hilarious. A good, yeah, getting back to what I was saying, like I know they want to get, send it back to England, and I respect that. But reality, dude, a Mexican heavyweight champ, they gotta put that in right. Vegas, man. If they wanna make as much money as they can, dude. They need. I mean, oh, I respect Anthony Joshua, but they, that's where the money is.
2: You know, huh? and, and for people to say that—that that, well, we still have to see whether or not. Uh, Having a Mexican heavyweight is marketable. It's pretty fucking. to oh, to Say that. I mean, come on, dude. You I know? mean, it's so
3: marketable that Triple G pretty much pretended to be a Mexican uh, exactly, for a lot right. of his career. It's pretty marketable. Put that dude yeah. in L. A. Like even, Staples Center or Dodger Stadium. Oh my god! This even, the, the even, kid's gonna. Even,
2: even if this is his one shot, and let's just say, because most, most folks are already kind of predicting his next move, he's not, not going to keep the titles, it's going to be short-lived. Even if that is the case, dude, what a great fucking movie Andy Ruiz's life is going to be on the screen, you know? And I, I, I have to tell you this, I don't think he's a one-hit wonder. You know, we all knew that Andy could fight. It, the people that seem uh, surprised at how well Andy could fight were the ones that, that were sitting back saying who is this guy where did this guy come from you know
3: what do you what do you call the movie blocky
2: i'm not no, you <laughs> know what yeah, let me tell anyone, you something
3: anyone call come him. on come oh, on that, that like, was that's pretty
2: cold, good man we we'll
4: talk about <laughs> that Gabe. You do can't be skinny man you, bro no, i'm hey, just man. kidding
2: come on i would call it pasole and boxing
3: Pozole in boxing.
2: <laughs> Pozole, a tale of, lo- a tale of love in boxing, man. You know? There you go, brother. You know. yeah, Hey, but you know what? They call him the rock, the, rock, the Mexican it? Rocky. Come on. Look at Rocky, the Rocky movies. The Rocky guy, was a the club guy. fighter. He was a club fighter. The guy Andy was Ruiz is no everything. club fighter. Exactly. It's stupid to call him Rocky. Mexican, Mexican and you know Rocky. what? No, Let's get into this, this right that. now.
3: Um, this is not Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson. No, because Buster not. Douglas was, brand, was branded as a quitter When he could have exactly. had a piece of the heavyweight crown Whereas Andy Reeves was robbed And should have had a piece of the heavyweight crown But he was robbed in New Zealand So, arguably, you know I thought he was I, I, um, I
4: call him the Mexican Rocky Because, like, in the movie, right Remember, like, they couldn't find an opponent, right So they got down to, like, the fifth choice And they ended up being, like, because they thought it was the most marketable, at least And it was Rocky, right, because he was Italian The same thing with Andy, he was, like, the fifth choice, man and after everything said and done, he's a huge inspiration to us, man. Like, I'm serious. Dude. Like, I, like I, worked I, worked in, uh, I worked in two different spots today in San Francisco, right? And all the Mexicans, all the Mankans, that's what they were talking about was the fight. Dude, all of them, they were man. How yeah. proud they were of him, man.
3: My yep. car needed a jump for some reason. My battery died overnight. This morning, I, you know, called roadside assistance. Mexican, you know, tow truck driver comes and we're working on the car and getting it ready. And I'm like, you see the fight? He's like, oh, yeah, dude. We just start talking about the fight. We're, like, all excited. And he's coming with his facts about the fight. You know, it's they're calling it the, one of the greatest upsets of all time and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And I was just so proud, dude, just so happy. Like, it, right after the fight, I went to the bar, and uh, there was a, a, a company member of, of the, the theater company that came, and he's a Mexican dude. And uh, hadn't seen the fight yet, but it was like, I, don't tell me. You know, I know who won and everything, but <laughs> I want, I want, to, I want to watch it and enjoy moment to moment. Like I don't know any details, but you know, we were just all stoked, like at the, you know, the closing night party, and and just like, like I said, it just feels like we're now in a club that we hadn't been in before, and I didn't realize what that would feel like. You know, that that Mexico, like I didn't even think about that. There's gonna be someday an Andy Ruiz Jr. movie. There's just no question. There's no because question. He, it has to be, dude. There's no fucking freaking, question because he made a, he, he made history. Yep. Yep, he made it. And he didn't,
4: he didn't just take a belt. He didn't just take a belt. He took the main guy. The main guy at heavyweight, right? It, this wasn't like John Reese. He you was know, a Purdue can do the guy like a belt off some uh, value wave, I think it was, right? It, this right. Was like Andy Reese taking the belt off the main guy. Dude. That's why I'm so. Like, I'm bursting with pride right now. I can't believe it. He, t- he
3: took it off the guy yeah. that who, who everybody. Like, you know, you could say, you know, Fury's the lineal. Wilder's got the most defenses. But. And he's got, he was, like Dave says correctly, he's the most exciting heavyweight in the game. Like, he seems the most dangerous. But, but Joshua was the De La Hoya. He was the guy that every in the Canelo. He was the guy that everybody wanted to fight. He had the belt. He beat Klitschko right. in a way that everybody respected more than the way Fury beat Klitschko. People seem to forget that, how much Fury stunk the joint out against an old Klitschko, whereas Joshua went to him and, and stopped him after getting dropped. Um, you know, and he was battle-tested. He beat a regional foe, and in, in, in Dillian White he got rocked to come back and stop the dude. Uh, you know, Joshua is the real deal. He's not fake. All these other guys don't get credit for beating him. They didn't. They didn't fight him. They just denigrate him. Uh, you know, and and he's he's now 22 and one, 21 KOs, and it's Andy that did it. And it's it's just great. I guess you call it the Destroyer, right? Yeah, that's his
4: nickname. Right, man. Uh... I love all the heavyweights. I love, you know, Deontay. I love them all, man. Like, I got a lot of respect for all of them, man. But like you said, Gabe, they all turned it down, man. Uh, Deontay turned down $120 million, guaranteed. Well,
3: if you need work done you on know? a short notice, you call a Mexican, you know? And yeah. uh, in, in this case, the Mexican called them. He DM'd Eddie Hearn on Instagram and said, I want that shit. And, you know, how, how so much you be kicking yourself knowing that he made $6.5 is now the holder of three of the, you know, heavyweight uh, straps – And you were like, ah, I want 10, though. Like, how much you got to be killing yourself, you know? Dude, you either believe in yourself or you don't in this game. You're either ready for the moment or you're not.
4: That's just it.
3: How does Ortiz uh,
4: do? (laughs) And Evan Rakowski and his podcast, (laughs) dude, Evan Rakowski and his podcast broke it down. Dude, how many pay-per-view buys it would take to even get to that amount? It'd be like 2 million uh, pay-per-view buys per fight to get to that kind of money. Yeah, are you telling me? Yeah, I
3: mean, it's like 5 million with some upside or 3 million with some upside. Uh, yeah, and I'm in shape right now, and he hasn't fought since September of last year. Let's do it. You know? I mean, like, you'd have to turn in your Mexican card if you didn't if you didn't do it, but uh, in some ways, like your fighter card. You know, you, I mean, everybody, you don't know everybody is, but kudos for, to Andy for being in shape and ready. It's a year-round sport. That's why we're always talking at about year-round day, testing because it's a year-round sport if, if treated with respect.
2: You know, the only thing is, look, at the end of the day, the fighters that didn't take the short notice call, like Ortiz, you know, um, the, the thing is that Andy Ruiz gambled, and he won. He won the bet. He gambled it, and, and he was right about it, you know, and that's the thing about boxing. Like I said, you know, it's, it's a hit or miss. We really don't know, and that's why we watch it, you know, and to get upset that this kid got in there with short notice, not having this, you know, uh, Amadeus physique, and and and, you know, being the wild card that he is, it's ridiculous. And now, if you got all the heavy, let me let me tell, let me say this: if you got all the heavyweights together, and you just throw them in there one by one, none of them. I think every one of them on the better night beat each other. I still think that. Andy could lose to a uh, uh, Dante Wilder. I still think that Ruiz. Uh, I mean, and yeah, I mean Ruiz can beat a Dante Wilder because those are the kind of fights right now that we have in the heavyweight division. Every one of them have a have an aspect of them that they bring to the table that can change a fight. AJ, you know, would be a tough. The,
3: yet. the toughest guy for for I mean I think Wilder and and, and Fury are very tough fights. Usyk Fury, is also a tough fight.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a very tough fight for Andy, you know. And we saw that with uh, 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 Joseph Parker, you know, when he reverted to being a boxer, it was kind of hard for for Andy to catch up with him. I thought Andy pulled it off, but but we did kind of see where Andy might have a bit of a problem with if you box him, you know, engage with him. We see that he can come out of there victorious. I mean. I, just, I love the whole, the whole mix and match in this boxing, in the heavyweight division at this moment. You know, the one thing that you always used to hear a couple years back to all the way when Mike Tyson kind of just, you know, fizzled out is, well, boxing's never going to be the, the water cooler of conversations anymore because the heavyweights ain't there. Guess what? It's back. You know, and it ain't water, water coolers that everybody's going to talk about. There's going to be a plenty of modelos in Ticate to talk about.
4: And, and to be honest with I'm never going to care who loves boxing I love boxing, my family loves boxing, my friends love boxing I don't really care yep. who else loves it, you know, to be honest you know, We've always supported it, you know, mean, Mekonos kind of have always supported it And that's the thing too, man, people better recognize I know it might not last forever, right, he might lose the next couple of times or whatever But right now, Andy Ruiz has to be re- respected as an A-side Equal to Deontay, equal to Tyson, and equal to AJ For one thing, man, he's the first Mexican headweight champ, you know He's going to get support a lot, that's not big time, dude like, I, we were, me and my cousin were talking today, man. We were just excited. We were talking at work. that if it's in Las Vegas, dude, we're going to show up in Guayabera with no T-shirts on underneath, unbuttoned, with gold chains, <laughs> man, our belly hanging out, man, the whole weekend. The whole weekend. Taking
0: oh, that's, shots, man. that's Yeah,
4: it, we're going to like, like, like oh, 1972,
3: kidding. man. Yeah, we're going to party like a 1972, man. You got to, like, you know, copy so, shots. Just
4: yeah, the go, uh, uh shirt sure, <laughs> completely button, man. Oh, how many shots there. taken? How many shots
3: see? kept down?
4: There you uh, go. We're, 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 we're with, really proud of him, man. And, and nursing too. One last thing, I know you got a lot of callers. The yeah. old, The zone card was awesome, man. It was loaded. It Dude, was, I had, bro. A, I had a great time watching every fight. You know, from the yep. Algerian fight, the the ladies' fight was great. Uh, the the one with the Robinson was good, and then the the Maca- uh. Callum, Callum Smith fight was really good. I had a great time, yep. man. It was a great card. Man. I wasn't crazy man. about
3: the Callum Smith fight. I just thought, what a freaking mismatch. Like, Hassan Ndem was, ch- was chinny at 160. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and he just looked so small versus Callum Smith. I was like, oh, this is, this is at least it's going to be short. And it was. But, I was not miss the fight, by the make potential fight.
4: I'll with, tell you with that. It just makes the potential fight with Canelo that much more interesting. Like, honestly, dude, I would rather see Canelo fight uh, Callum. In England in September, you know? Like, you have going the Triple G fight again, man. Like, I would see, I would love to see Canelo do something special like that because uh, I don't think any Mexican champs ever <laughs> gone to Europe, you know, that I know of, that I could pick of, you know? And that would be great, man.
3: You know? But, so, but can Callum make 166?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Canelo week? Early uh, prediction. got to go there. Oh, please, please. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't have to go
3: there. Callum's going to have to go there. Uh, nah, early prediction. It's all good.
4: Thank you for taking thank you for taking my, thank you for taking my phone call. I appreciate it, man. All right, are really okay. proud thank of everybody, you. man. Thank all you very right, much. Bye.
3: 166 in your belt, dude. Um let's go to 619. You're live on. Leave it in the ring. Hey, what's
5: up guys? It's Juan. What's,
3: what's up, up, man? Juan?
5: How you doing, guys?
3: How's it feel, Juan?
5: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like two the other day and it was so exciting. I never thought I would feel this way, like with a fight like that. I, I, I don't know. I never, I never even crossed my mind. Got emotional. I, was, mm-hmm. I got emotional. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Bro. I haven't felt yeah, this yeah.
5: way. I don't remember that. Like I don't remember what fight I've ever got this exciting. I remember a fight that I was very excited because I was there. Was Margarito Cotto? But I was there. You know, I was right. there. I was drunk. I was, you know, drinking, jumping up and
0: down. But
5: This one was totally different. Um, we were at um, in my
4: house. We, we had
5: a uh, birthday party that we're going to go, and I knew the fight was on. I'm, I'm going to watch it on my phone, but, but then it turned out that the party was, uh, wasn't was a different day. I just thought it was that day, and, oh, well, we get to watch the fight. My, my wife said, Let, let's go out for a walk. Let me watch the fight. I don't think it's going to last more than three or four rounds. I think it's going to be a quick fight, and then we can go out for, the walk, for a walk. So, okay, yeah. okay, so we started watching the fight. She's like, man, this guy's like, he's very fat. Like, yeah, I know, but this guy can fight. It's not going to be easy for the for as long as it lasts. He's a good fighter. You'll see. And I was watching the first couple of rounds, and my wife uh, was un- uninterested, went upstairs, and then she came down, and I was already like the third round was, was done, and I was just like my heart was beating. But, like, what happened? He dropped him, and I was like, what happened? And then she sits down, and then the rest of the fight, she's just standing up, like jumping up and down, and I, my heart was pounding. <laughs> and when he stopped, I was like, holy we were just like jumping, just like he was jumping in the middle of the ring, we were jumping like that. I yeah. I I don't remember ever feeling this way and and um and I was um I I don't know if you guys have listened to the Mexican broadcast uh in Ted which um I, I I happened to listen later I wanted to hear because Chavez is is in the is one of the commentators he gets really excited. Oh my god, that if you listen to that dude, that gets you even more pumped, dude. The guy was screaming <laughs> I hear every that. single was like oh, like that every single punch, and when they when the fight ends, he was just like, I, I, I'm crying, I'm crying. This moment is the best moment ever in boxing. Chavez was saying that. So in that, wow. case, the greatest Mexican Chavez was saying, "This is the biggest accomplishment for a Mexican boxer ever." He was saying, he, "That's what he was saying." So, just, just uh, I was talking to my brother about that specific topic, like how does this accomplishment rank? And I told him, "This, this has to be the biggest." Single, like single competition, single fight, because it's the heavyweight championship of the world, being right. the number one guy for three titles. There's no yep. question about it. It's like, yep. like I, I just try to, try, I try to put it in perspective. I said this is like winning the World Cup. Uh, every other title in every other division is the, the Golden Cup, the Libertadores. You know, it's, they're championships, but not, they're not the main one. This is the main title in boxing, and everybody knows that. Right. If you do this, we haven't done this in 100 years. And uh, just to think, just to, I was looking at Andy, and I was thinking, this is the
2: belt that Muhammad Ali had, Tyson had, Joe Lewis. <laughs> now he has. You know it. that? See, you know that? You see that pose that Andy did in um in, in one of the pictures thrown out where he's like posing, where he's sticking out his chest and his hands are at his waist. He looks like a fucking superhero, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, <laughs> I was looking at I was looking at that, and I go, they just they just released that stupid ass Chicano, El Chicano. Uh, a superhero movie that nobody's watched, you know, when in reality, we just got a goddamn superhero that happened this Saturday, Andy Ruiz, man. And that's why it was so exciting because, you know, like I said earlier on the show, and I told this to Gable a long time ago, I told Gable, I go, I don't think we're ever going to see a Mexican heavyweight in our lifetime. I don't think it's going to happen. And to see that happen on Saturday, man, that's why I said, I lost my voice because it, so many, so much emotion came over that, you know. Uh, one, one, yeah. one of the biggest emotion that came for me is that my uncle and my grandfather weren't here to see it, because my grandpa, yeah. you know, when you hear Julio Cesar Chavez when he commentates and he gets into it, he starts yelling. That's that was my grandfather, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. getting into it, yelling at it, I throw, I, you know, throwing another punch. You know, that was my grandpa, all the way. And I watched mm-hmm. it by myself, but I tell you what. Mm-hmm. All my neighbors, bro, because all my neighbors are weird. I tell you, they know, yeah. they now, if they didn't know I was a, a, a boxing fan Saturday yeah. night, they knew because everybody, my kids, like everybody, my old lady, like, what the hell is going on? What's wrong with you? And I'm telling her, he did it. He did it. I can't believe it. He did it.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: It was. Oh, yeah. Man.
5: No, no. And, and now, a, a lot of things, you know, have been t- said over the weekend. From various, you know, uh, uh, people like uh, <clears throat> all the bullshit that Stephen A. Smith was saying that was like bro, right. that was this great, like disgusting. And I'm glad, disgusting, bro. I'm glad Can- 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 Canelo responded to that. I, 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 yep. And you guys know I'm not the biggest Canelo fan, but I love what he responded. He just yep. he just uh, replied to him and told him you're you you do not this this shows how ignorant you are, like what you're yep. saying. And, and and calling him butterbean and a and, and a fatso and all those things he was saying on the ESPN that's like come on dude somebody needs to shut this guy up
0: well
2: and you, I know you know the what, guy me, is there to, to be... right you know, let me t- let me tell you this if there's one thing about our our rasa is that we we could take a joke like you know if you're if you know if you grew up in in a in a, in a Mexican home we 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 take we could take a joke because that's just the way we are. You know, you can make fun of us and we'll laugh about it, but we know there's a difference between a joke and you really taking a jab at us. And and that the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, you want you aren't jabbing a joke. You're taking a real, real jab at, at, at one of our people. You know, and that's why when you know Gabriel called me today, I told him, you know, it's sad to see that that there's still. A certain type of racism that folks don't want to call out, and that's a little bit of racism that those those guys have towards our people. Yes, it is. Why why can't you be happy? Why why couldn't you be happy that a Mexican American won? Why was it? Why is this so? He he said, "Well, I'm just saying because now we're never we're not going to see everybody want to see AJ versus Wilder. What? Who who the fuck is everybody? We just saw a great fight. Why can't you say this was a great goddamn fight? fight?" Well, well it's, it's, if you think
5: about it, if you think about this, when, when George Foreman destroyed Joe Frazier, he destroyed him in two rounds. He right. destroyed the rematch between Frazier and Ali. The fight everybody wanted to see, but guess what? A new guy came into the picture, and now everything was more interesting. Now, Andy Ruiz, if, if Stephen A. Smith was smart, because he isn't, he would uh, just say, oh, oh, my God, now we have a, another player, and this guy, this guy, gets right. like he's a threat to any of those guys, because he is. Like, if you think about it, and also
0: the, 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 the largest
3: you know, group to be marketed to in the country, fastest growing Apparently. demographic there is. Uh, this is also the year of Julian Castro, announcing his you know a Mexican American, with roots you know at both sides of the border, uh, is running for president. So it's like the first Mexican American dude that's in you know the, that's run for president before. It's been mm-hmm. in the cabinet. Like this is you know or it could be the year of the Mexican. Uh, you know, th- this that? next year. And and so, you know, Andy Ruiz should be celebrated, not denigrated. Even Al Bernstein, who's usually, you know, he's honest, but he doesn't take shots at the media, like tweeted out just like 10 minutes ago about he's, you know, just shocked and kind of embarrassed by by the
0: takes. Uh, yeah, the, you know, uh, the other guy it,
5: that I think said something stupid was Kevin I.O. I think he was saying oh, yeah.
0: that, that yeah, uh, yeah, uh, they can't
5: consider him a Mexican. Like, well, you can't consider Andy Ruiz a Mexican. Why is that? He, he a said. A yeah, he was born in exactly, Slovenia, yeah, yeah. so what, so, <laughs> so it's it's ridiculous. The guy represented, uh, and I just tweeted this. Represented Bokan in the nationals, and uh, he was wearing the exact same uniform my wife wear when she went to the nationals in judo, uh judoka. So uh, she was saying, "Oh, look at that the guy! Where's my even? Where's my the same uniform I wore?" And <laughs> we were just like, "I'm a big fan now." She was saying, "I'm a fan of this guy," and and. The guy's as Mexican as any as anybody. And if I told my cousin, if he says in his heart he's a Mexican, he is. His parents are. Absolutely, The dude went to Mexico to train. That's where he. they that, down Imperial Valley. So
3: you know, shoot, and, these, and these guys and, that are so. I'll just say this on air, and I, you know, I try not to. I, I don't really give a shit. Michael Woods also said something stupid, uh, uh-huh. and so I, I tweeted at him. You metal. don't get. To, you, you know, I think I'll call him. <laughs> you know, a, a, American of Mexican descent. And I tweeted at him, you don't get to decide. He's blocked me. you know. He had right. Evan yeah. Rakowski on his show, who's on our network, who started his show, Fistionados, on our network. Dave designed the artwork, uh-huh. did his whole you know, uh, intro. And when, when Evan was on that show, when he plugged the fact that he was on Leave it in the Ring, he cut it out of the audio. That's how petty this motherfucker is. Yeah. And so, he you know, well. you, know man, you don't get to define Andy. Mexican-Americans have been in this country Uh, Longer than uh, most everybody else has. We helped settle the country. California, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, as well as parts of Wyoming, Colorado, Oklahoma, and Kansas, where Mexico – Before President James J. Polk uh, falsely accused us, according to Abraham Lincoln and and the record, of shedding American blood on on soil, on on U.S. soil. And they started one of their wars based on lies, which is is the U.S.-Mexico War. Uh, These guys are just soft. That cover the spark. Be able to take some freaking criticism, dude. Uh, That guy's always been pretty fragile. Uh, But so, you know, Michael Woods, why should I care what you think? If, If you can't. You can't hang like that. You get to block me for, for criticizing you, but it doesn't change the fact that you don't get to decide what Andy is. Uh, I don't know about you, but you know, my dad's side of the family, we didn't jump the border. The border jumped us. And I've always found it ridiculous well, that Americans don't have just – and Mexicans don't have the dual citizenship or something worked out in that regard. Because most of us have that. It doesn't make us any less America. Uh, It just means we honor our roots, which most people that came here after us, Mexicans, uh, are allowed to do for some reason, but we're not.
4: Yeah, Yeah,
5: and and, and finally, the other thing uh, I just want to close it out with this all those guys, all those guys saying all that BS, it doesn't
4: matter. It doesn't matter.
5: What happened in the ring already happened. It doesn't. The yep. guy beat the shit out of that guy. And that's it. Yep. And Joshua, who was a class act, said, hey, it doesn't matter. He beat me. There's no excuses. I trained Beautiful properly. Human I'm going to say anything.
2: It is what it
5: is. We'll move yep. on. And that's it. You see Wilder saying, Ah, this guy, he was nothing. He was always nothing. Yeah, but guess what? You don't have that win in your record, and you'll never have it. Yep. Even if you beat him later, it doesn't matter. Because he came to him first, and he is the one who has that victory now in his
2: record. And That's it. You know why he's greedy? I don't. I don't. I don't blame Wilder for his tweet. You know because I'm gonna tell you why. All these guys, Fury, Wilder, and even AJ, they were all trying to play chess on a board of business, and he went out there and played checkers. Yeah, that's the bottom line. <laughs> and that's I guess we talked line.
5: about this before. Like yeah. most, these, uh, most of the talk shows talked about this. One of those guys is going to get beat, and all all the party is going to go down, and that's what happened. But again, it doesn't end. In in the end, I think this is good because this is going to open up fight. This is going to, like Larry Mercer said, fights make fights, and this is going to open up other fights. There's no guarantee. They did it. There's 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 no no guarantee that he's going.
2: Yes, go ahead. Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, Duran, the four horsemen. They all lost with each other. Did it? Did it stop the train to keep from you know moving? No. You know you put up good fights. People still come. You know it's not the yeah, end yeah, of the it, story for AJ. That, I, I, that's why I find so stupid when I see people like, oh, it's over. The Wilder and AJ fight's not going to be, but it was supposed to be. How do you know? It can be.
4: It can. It can be even bigger.
2: Exactly. If the guy comes back.
5: He looks great doing it. Why not? Well, and what that happens if,
3: if 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 uh, Ortiz wins the rematch with Wilder, and the story exactly. changes even further? Yep. No, this is you know I, it's boxing. I've always said that that super fights, you know, super fights happen. Uh, not so super fights, they get derailed. You know, Juan yes. Magno Gamboa. Oh my God, Bob Arum. You know, he marinated it too long. Uh, maybe they both were, just weren't that good. Ultimately. And that, you yeah. know, matchmaking took them so far, and then they got in tough fights and lost, and maybe that was their yeah. careers. And I, it wasn't I, I such totally a super agree. fight, you know. Uh, yeah. I wasn't big on either of those guys, so uh, maybe uh, that's uh, just these, me.
5: All these four guys: Fury, uh, uh, Wilder, Joshua, and uh, and and Garcia and Reece, All four of them have great personalities. They have a good styles. They are like they have a fan base. This is better for the sport. Like if 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 and he brings in the Mexican fan base, and if they back him up, now we're going to have some big crowds on, uh, on the fights. Like, if Wilder fights, Reese, if he's on the PVC, so those fights can be made. So oh, yeah, if those fights happen, dude, there's going to be people lining up to watch those fights live, and everybody's going to tune in. Trust me, I will, for sure. And I like Wilder as a fighter, I like Joshua, I like Fury, and I like Reese for different reasons. So I'm a boxing fan, and I love what's happening with the heavyweights. And if this continues, the sport's going to be good because everybody's asking what's going on. Everybody, all my friends, all my white friends who don't watch the sport always tell me Monday, did you watch the fight? That's their question Monday morning. Did you watch the fight? Because they're watching the ESPN. They're seeing the highlights, and, and it's, it's everywhere because it's good, because it's good right now. Oh, my God, guys, I wanted to, to just give my two cents. Very exciting times. Yeah,
3: you know, and, uh, there's no way we weren't going to do a show today. Uh, it's it's history, you know. Yeah. We we experience <laughs> history, and it, it's it's really quite something, man. I I've I just like, yeah, uh, it uh, like you said, I never thought I would feel this way. You know, I'm usually a guy that takes all the nationalism out of it. My favorite fighters are Puerto Rican. Um, you know, I mean yeah. there's Mexicans in top five, but Tito is the guy that I had that connection. With. I'm not saying I have the same thing with Andy, uh, but I mean, I knew the guy I saw him well before he was a pro in the gym, you know, spoke with him like just casually on many occasions. Uh, We've interviewed him on this show, I think a couple times and, and, you know, uh, it's just great to see. And, and, but that it hit me as a, as a Mexican American. Uh, That's it is annoying to see these guys. uh, Ironically, it's two guys that have me blocked Kevin Ioli and Michael Woods, uh, but other guys like Stephen A. Smith, um, who at least observes the punishment, he doesn't respond, but but uh you know, he's gotten ratioed for his take on this. Um he's dead wrong. You know, you're making fun of the guy. You don't know him. You obviously don't know the, the his history coming into the fight. You would have given him more of a chance if you knew that he arguably beat Joseph Parker, a guy who was taller and, and a mover. Uh, and that he'd beat Demontrenko who was you know now kind of a warhorse but you know uh on the tail end of it but still you know a, a guy that was heralded as maybe the next Klitschko and has a lot of you know world class experience so you know good stuff And good to hear from you man i, I appreciate you calling right. in
5: my pleasure thanks
3: guys um let's do this this one more dave uh, 812 you're live on leaving in the ring
0: Hey, what's going on, Gabe and Dave, man? This is Joe. Hey Joe. Hey Joe. You went to the fight, yeah, huh? Sorry, I had to call. Man, I'm actually driving back. Sorry, my voice is gone, man. I I just uh <laughs> driving back from the bar. It's going I, around. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, well, Joe I, went I, to the fight. I just, yeah, fight. I went, dude. Unbelievable experience. Like I man, I've been to many sporting events, many fights, but I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that in my life dude like I literally went that third round when Ruiz went down and he caught up and he came back and put him down twice man like i, I literally i ran up the aisle dude I was so hyped. like i it was <laughs> something i never experienced the man it was just, I was just excited that I was a part of that moment I'm so happy for him dude like I keep it keep popped up in my head like when he won and he was just jumping around in the ring with his hands up and then his trainer came in and hugged him and his dad that's something I don't think I'm ever going to forget. Like, that was just an amazing moment. Um, And I'm happy for, you know, the Mexican culture. I mean, it just means so much, man. I mean, this is something, like, I feel like boxing, it's a great story. Um, And and I'm glad that people are writing. I saw that it was a
2: front page of the LA Times, I believe. Um, Right.
0: But I'm just glad, man. This is amazing. This is amazing.
2: You know, you know what makes this story even greater is that, Andy did it at a time where you know Mexicans are have been targeted. It's, I mean, it's not the first time we've been targeted, but mm-hmm. you know, with a pres a sitting president that has targeted Mexico and and put his fear margin, you know, fear into to to anyone that's not a brown American, you know, by putting the finger on us Mexican folks. That it was such a great feeling to see Andy do this and 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 add to this story of what's been going on in the U.S. times, you know. So yeah. it, it was a it was a sweet moment just because one was
3: We needed a win, the, man. He, yeah, we needed a big win like this.
2: We needed you know? a big win like this. Yeah, and it was it was it was history in the making. It was. Something that's going to be part of American history, whether they like it or not, it's there. Yeah, you know, and you could, you could, you know, I see so many Muhammad Ali documentaries made and stuff. You can make a movie about Andy Ruiz because here's a kid that wasn't supposed to be in the heavyweight division, uh, didn't have the physique. Of the, I, I told, I told Gabriel earlier today, he's the bambino of, of boxing. That didn't look yes. the part, yes. but it is the part, and. You can make a documentary behind this kid, his parents, you know, coming from Mexico, this kid training, this kid not having the physique of a heavyweight, uh, fighting in the times where, where Mexican people are, are, are being told not to, co- not to come to this country anymore, that you're ruining this country, you're taking away jobs, you're, you're, you're disvaluing our market and jobs, um, and to see him do this, man, it was, like a, it was just a sweet feeling. Because it, in a lot of ways, it was like, you see, fuckers, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying,
0: guys. Like, this, it's just a, what a moment, like, an experience. And, like, it just, I'm just so proud. I'm happy for him, man. Like, and, and, and you know what else was, was cool, guys? Like, after the fight, man, like, I swear, I, I think that arena at the Garden, I think it was nine. it had to be at least 90% fans from the U.K. there, man. I mean, I didn't, right. it. I didn't, it. it was, but they cheered for him, man. You know what I'm saying? Like they were,
2: they, they were like,
0: man, good job. And they weren't booing him. And it, it could have got, it could have went the other way, you know? So, so hats off to the people from the UK for showing sure, up. But man, this is about Andy. Andy and, the, and it's just happy for him, man. Like, it's just, like, I don't how, 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 was the,
2: it how was the atmosphere after? Like what, you know, let's say two hours after the, uh, the, the clearing it was, of it the... Was the
0: same. I was, I, I stayed out. I was you know, New York City never sleeps, man. So I'm going to different pubs and different taverns and that's all everybody's wow. talking about. And if they weren't talking about it, I'd bring it up. That's how, that's how my conversation started. Did you see the fight? <laughs> Did you hear about the fight? Everywhere. Even if I was at the Yankees game yesterday, man, I only watched the first three innings and then I went to the bar and I started talking about the fight the whole night. That's great. And this one lady was like this one lady was like, Who, who, who else? I said, just go to Google right now. And she would she googled. She said, "Was this the fight your time? I said, "Yes." And I'm just educating people about the fight. Like, man, this was this is history right here. Yeah, this never happened before.
2: And right. i was just like,
0: wow. It seems like you had a good time. I said, "Man, this just means so much for just uh, it just uh, the meaning of like the meaning that he has like in life in general for anybody, especially for the for the Mexican culture. Like, you give it an opportunity, you know, you take advantage of it and just be prepared. And he Andy was prepared for this, man. He didn't, oh he, yeah." That third round, he could just say like, you know what, F this, man. You know, I, went, I was only trained for five weeks. I got my money. He got up, dude. Joshua hit him hard. And he got up and put him down twice. I mean, that never happened. I, I, I he took tough it. shots
3: after that, too. Just straight right hand to yeah. the face and just kept moving, kept moving. You know? Yeah, I can't. Uh,
0: and you know what? I can't. They're going to have a parade for him, too, man. Oh, that's going to be awesome, man. Oh, I'm just happy for the guy, man. It's
2: brutal. You know what? I gotta give it to AJ too Because he was gassed out And he was digging deep man He really was yeah. But you could see it in his face Like he was just like I don't I don't have nothing left anymore Like I don't have anything left anymore You know And He just had a game guy That still the engine was going You know That story of the little The little boat that could You know That's That was handy. Yeah Hey man You know what's Train too? Yeah. I never Train Andy. Yeah you're right Train
0: Body shots and Andy was hitting the body shots hard. If you look at the slow oh, shots, yeah. the, the replay, slow mo, dude, those body shots were that had to take the steam out of him, man. I mean, I think before the last knockdown, he had nailed some nasty body shots, man. I was like, damn. But man, guys, I'm I'm trying. I'm about to lose my voice. I just wanted to check in, man. I, I had a great time there, but dude, I'm, this is a big moment for for the culture, for Andy. Congratulations, man. Hope you guys can get him on the show, man. Um, oh, uh, yeah, we're going to no try our hardest, brother in
2: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, yeah, bro. I Appreciate it
0: we'll All right, guys, take care now
3: Peace well, There's another uh, 209 We'll keep it rolling 209, you're live on Leave it in the room
6: Gentlemen, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> doing well, right, guys Oh, man, okay, well, gee, I don't know what to talk about <laughs>
3: Gee, uh, was there any all, big man. fights that happened last weekend, or uh, <laughs> did you catch anything? I don't know.
6: Yeah, yeah, uh, man. I, I'm, I was speechless. Check this out. In April, uh, I, I saw a post by by Andy uh, that he had a t-shirt for sale, right? So I'm, you know, so so I sent him a message. Hey, man, you know, do, do you carry uh, gordito sizes? And he did, so <laughs> I bought him a t-shirt. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Right, <laughs> right. Mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, I can relate to the guy. I, I, I trained so I can lose weight, so I can stay fit. I mean, I can relate to the guy. You know, I'm, I'm so happy for him. So you know, I've been, I've been wearing his T-shirt. Okay, Saturday for the fight. You know, I said, hey man, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, wear this guy's T-shirt. You know, you know because he was fighting. So I wore his T-shirt.
0: Uh-huh. I'm
6: watching the fight, and after it happened, I'm like, I can't believe it. You know, did did, did I just see this? You know, is this real? I'm like, oh, shit. And then it dawns on me. Wait a minute. I'm probably the only guy in Stockton that bought this guy's t shirt. (laughs) You know? So I'm like, oh, shit. And then the next thing I told my lady was, hey, baby, check this out. I have the body of a heavyweight champion, man. I have the body of a heavyweight champion. Yeah. And, and that's, that's part of, you know, I, I think a lot of people can relate to this guy. You know, right. I mean, you know, he was like the people's champion, I guess, man, because, you know, that's the best way I could put it. Absolutely. You know, I, I wasn't, you know I'm 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 glad he's the first Mexican heavyweight, but, but, but at that time, you know, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking, like, you know what? This guy took advantage of one hell of an opportunity that was given to him. He took it, and he seized the moment. I mean that is a good story in itself.
2: Um, I don't think and, anybody know, and, was thinking about him being the first Mexican heavyweight. To tell you the truth, I you know what I went in thinking was, I hope Andy gives him a hell of a fight. That's that's what I was thinking. I hope Andy at least gives AJ a hell of a fight. You know what I mean? So that yeah 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 you know and and and, and that's it. That's what I was looking at. You know, um, I sat there, bro. Check it out. Right up like. A mile away from my house, there's there's strawberry pickings and um a, a, a little uh uh cherry stand, right? So I bought a big old basket of cherries, came to the house, turned on the fights, had this big bowl of cherries, and that's what I watched the fight. You know. And I was just sitting there, just relaxing. I was like, ah, I'm not gonna have any beers, you know, blah blah. blah. I'm just gonna watch this, and that's it. Because I thought it was gonna be some good rounds, and then and then that was it. And then when he gets dropped, I'm like, fuck, come on, Andy, just make it a little longer. Because I was by myself.
4: <laughs>
6: you
1: know what
2: I mean? Come on, man. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
1: just make it a little
2: longer, bro. And and then <laughs> and then he drops him, dude. And I fucking literally choked on the cherries I had that had popped in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, Holy, what the fuck? Like holy shit You know I, I could not here. You know what I mean? And 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 the only ones that were yelling was me and the fucking rooster outside, bro. The rooster next door. <laughs> we're the only two yelling I and shit, them. you know. Yeah, I couldn't
3: I had a I had two more acts to go. I was like, I couldn't, you know. It just propelled me the rest of the play. And It's kind of a, it's a weird thing when you do like a, a bunch of the same show. Like, you know, I was in my like fifth week. uh You start to kind of find ways to like forget that you're about to do it, and it kind of makes it fresh. And this was like, back like holy shit, I'm a heavyweight champion, and then boom, I'd like go on stage and do my thing. And it was just, it was awesome, dude. It just carried into the rest of the night. Like we all. Just oh, yeah. partied, and like, like I said, like, the other, only other Mexican dude at the theater was like, we were sitting next to each other and just stoked, you know, in like a way that, like, like the previous caller said, like that we didn't know was possible, you know, that now oh, we're yeah, a part yeah. of that history, you know. Um, it's like right now, if you said, like, you know, a, a guy the size of Rocky Marciano would be the only undefeated heavyweight champion, you know, in history, like his size, I and mean, everything, like, it doesn't fit in. Like, it, you know, Italians may not get another shot at it uh, for a long time. Uh, so like I felt like Mexicans had about as much of a shot as an Italian dude did to, to, to do it again. Uh, but right. we just don't get that big, you know? And here it was, yeah, you know, yeah. a guy that got that big, but, you know, you know, we, we just kind of dismissed him because of his size. I mean, I didn't really dismiss him because of the size. I, I didn't think that his footwork um, was going to be quick enough to get him on the inside. And I was wrong about that. He was explosive. That, oh, that man, leaping was... right hand, uh, the, the second knock, yeah, that was totally unexpected. When Joshua got to the ropes and he like jumped in, mm-hmm. like, dude, like who would have called that? You know,
6: unbelievable. Yep. Dude, well, you agree, know what? I, I I I I went to the Fresno card. You know, I live here in Stockton, so I went to the Fresno right. card when 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 that that other uh, when the challenger for Ramirez I guess uh, didn't make way to where he went to the hospital, and so pretty much the <laughs> card was shot. But still, I, I was still looking forward to it. And I was looking forward to it because I wanted to see Andy Ruiz fight, and right. and he he was on the card. And and one of the things right where I was sitting at, you know, we're sitting in the front, we we're sitting kind of like far away, but we we're sitting on the front row. Uh, one of the things that I took from it, one, he was explosive, uh, he had fast hands. And and one of the things that I still remember is when he was hitting the guy, you could literally see the sweat off the guy fly off. I mean, after He's punch accurate, after dude. punch. I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean that that swept that swept from that other dude, man. Just kept flying off, and and I was like, I mean, you could see it like in the sky. I was like, whoa, man. You know, you know, you know, you know, this guy's pretty quick for being a big guy. You know, I, I thought he was pretty pretty quick. Um, but you know, I I think he was out. I I think he was inactive after that. You know, I guess he had that thing with uh, his promoter or whatever. But uh, now that he's a champion. Uh, how active do you think he'll be? I mean, obviously his next fight is going to be Joshua, and then after that he'll probably fight a couple more times. Whatever, uh, do you think he'll still be active?
3: I, th- I think he'll be PBC active. I-, I don't know. You know, is he?
6: He's with great. Al. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, d-
3: I... it depends on what they want to do with him. I mean, that's it's a, it's a pretty marketable you know commodity, the Mexican heavyweight champion yeah. of the world. If he's able to get through. Joshua, again, he's going to be a huge star. He's going to be bona fide at that point, uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I think yeah, he's yeah, bona fide I'll at talk. this point, you know, but but in the eyes of casuals, or maybe they'll just think, oh, Joshua is just not that good, and, and Joshua's going to have to make that win gain for Andy over the years by having a better career uh, going um, well, 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 I, go You ahead. know, I think he'll do, he'll do one for him after this, if he gets through Joshua, mm-hmm. and then we'll see. You know, Wilder will be at 35 by then, maybe, 34. He's like 33 uh-huh. now, so I think by by the time they get around to fighting, Wilder will be only older, and have gone through. If he beats Ortiz, you know he's going to fight Fury, so you know he's going to be in. They've already signed up to fight Wilder and and Fury sometime in the first part of 2020. So that business is already done for him. So, you know, I, I think it just comes down to yield uh, uh, mandatories, right? Um, yeah, pretty much. And so
2: it's going to be. Uh-huh. Uh,
3: uh-huh. But Trevor Trevor Bryan, Kubrat Pulev, and Dillian White. How weird it is to look on Fight News rankings and <laughs> it's De- you know Deontay Wilder WBC and then Andy Ruiz Andy Ruiz Andy Ruiz Andy Ruiz. Wow. WO WBO. He's got three of them.
6: You got the hey, one hey, he got Yeah, I, 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 I want to ask another question. Sure. Uh, do you think team? When I say team, I mean like the management team. Of Deontay Wilder, do you think they're just like kicking themselves in the ass right now? I mean, that could have been Deontay Wilder screaming "bomb squad" and holding all the belts, you know. And, and that's one of the, one of the other things I took away from this fight. I'm like, wow, and Wilder team hmm. Wilder passed on that.
2: I don't think so. I mean, I'll I tell you why. I tell you why. Because I think their team understands. If if if, I mean, they were looking for that big payday. Like I said. You had a bunch of guys trying to play chess on a board, uh, on a checkerboard. But if they look uh-huh. at it right, if they look at it right, you want Andy to have that backing that we, we were hoping he's going to get from the, Mexican, from the Mexican fans, right? So to me, I think Wilder and his team are thinking, shit, this could actually even be bigger. This, this could be a potentially a much bigger fight. Between him and Ruiz If Ruiz gets that it does get in that Rematch if AJ does Accept that rematch and it Does happen in the UK or Wherever it is and Andy's Able to do it again It just makes it that much sweeter I think for the Wilder team You know they got a they got a, a Very difficult fight ahead of them Ahead right now with Ortiz and To me that's still a 50-50 fight um, Then he's got Fury so I think wherever they're going to go, there's still a lot of money to be made. So I I don't, I don't think they're kicking themselves in the foot at all.
6: Uh
3: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's all, uh, it's now, you know, once that last bell rings, it goes back to being a business. (laughs) Only when the bell rings is it a sport. (laughs) So, you know,
6: uh, we'll see. Yeah. One Uh, one last thing, uh, uh, being a subscriber to The Zone, I, I think right now, I mean, I'm more than happy right now. This fight right now, the Canelo fight, um, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I, I think I've got my money's worth. Um, I mean, this excitement uh, from this weekend, wow. Um, How and, easy
3: of it been for Joshua to have picked, you know, a guy moving up in weight like Triple G did with Vonis Martin erosion you know? Like they could uh-huh. have picked a highlight reel for the Madison Square Garden, the sacrificial lamb, but they picked a guy in Andy Ruiz who, I, I mean, I think they felt like they could beat him. He had the style for them, but like that they knew was a viable dude that had fought this year, you know, was sharp. He fought back in April. So, I mean, this wasn't that far off, you know, um, oh,
6: yeah. credit
3: to everybody involved that, that network is committed to good fights, not just the fighters.
6: And, and, and as a subscriber, I'm happy. I'm I'm pretty happy. Uh, for the technical part, I had a nice clear screen uh, stream. You know, for the like, channel, I, I had problems, but this one, no, it was nice and clear. And the excitement, the drama. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much. I mean, they 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 sold me on on a one year subscription, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm happy. Um, anyways, gentlemen, thank you very much for answering my call, and and I'll be tweeting you guys uh, throughout the week. <laughs> All problem. right, then, Cool. All right. Th- thank you very much.
3: You know what boxing and, and, and Burning Man have in common, uh, boxing podcasts in particular, uh, I have had conversations about how clear my stream is at both of those things. Um, just, <laughs> just kind of odd. Um, <laughs> it's weird, like how language changes, you know? Right. Uh, my stream was quite clear as well uh, backstage there. Uh, and you know what I like about the DAZN app? This is awesome. Um, you know, I'd pause it. Right. And then right. after a while, phone turns off app shuts down, um, come back. When I turn the app back on, it picks up exactly where I left off. Exactly it doesn't left like
2: off. Yeah.
3: It doesn't jump ahead. And like, Oh, I see the end of the fight. and I'm like all mad, you know? Um, right. I like that, you know? Um, so I think we've cleared the board here on, on, on calls. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, one of our Twitter followers there, uh, William Smith, WS198X, uh, says, this fight brought out the worst in jingoistic rhetoric. All the U.K. trash-talking after A.J. losing, plus the hypersensitivity about Ruiz's Mexican heritage have been baffling. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I I actually didn't see the uh, U.K. trash-talking. But, you know, all the stuff that he was a fraud or he has a glass jaw or this and the other thing, I I think are, are... just kind of ridiculous, you know, um, it's heavyweight boxing. These are giant human beings hitting each other at a high rate of speed. Um, it's just the way it went, you know, and he fought the smarter fight. Uh, he fought the inside game better. He knew he could, you know, duck under the taller Joshua and spring up. That was a big part of his plan. Um, he was in shape, man. He was ready to go. So, uh, you know, I don't think that you know to take away from either guy at this point, uh, or take away from Joshua, it just
2: diminishes what he did, and I I don't think it's that fair uh, to the take moment away the, to do that. Take away the the potential fights that ha- can happen because of what Ruiz did in the he- heavyweight division is is you know. It's it's you know the thing is that the fighter that lost showed more class than the fans that watched it. That seemed to be very upset of the outcome Um, And the UK fans I didn't see that either What I did see Were a lot of uh, American fans That Were bashing AJ Saying he's got a glass chin That well We don't really know how good we is Because he hasn't fought Wilder You know uh, uh, You know uh, A black king and all this other stuff you know, I you know the the thing with boxing, it's always been driven by nationality and race, but sometimes the nationality sure. shit can just get really, really, really fucking stupid, man. You know. You know, I like. I, I, all I could say was AJ was a good human being in how he received his loss, and oh yeah, dude, to see him, yeah. you know, be actually excited for ruiz and even even aj understood the magnitude of andy ruiz winning this this bout these titles for for his for you know for the mexican people he understood it so why can't a lot of you not understand that why take away from that you know i'm excited for a number of a number a number of reasons one is he's the first mexican heavyweight two was, two is he made history Three it was a great upset Four Man he just threw a curveball in the heavyweight division And he's an exciting heavyweight He was exciting On Saturday night Will he be exciting the next fight? We don't know They always say when the guy gets the strap He gets better We're going to find out You know And all the excuses about AJ Just remember this He Gets back in the ring And he does something great then we'll be reminded that he is a great fighter. He's a good fighter. You know. But to, to X somebody off already because of a loss when his career is not over, to me, it's just stupidity. That means you don't have the love of the sweet science. The sweet science is just so much more than somebody's undefeated record. You don't understand the appreciation of this sport. And we don't have many uh, Super Bowls. So you miss the mark. If you're out there going, who's to blame, AJ or Wilder, for them not to fight? You know? Oh, you know, or this and this and that. You just totally missed the mark. You missed a great fight. Anyway, so uh,
3: uh, any, any chance of Steve Rolls beating uh, Gennady Golovkin this week? Uh, no.
2: I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go, I don't, I don't think so. You know, I think there's certain ponies that are picked for a certain reason, man. You know, but, but like I said, you know, this, it's boxing. Anything can happen. It's just like, the, like look, I, I've had a few people trying to argue with me about the whole contracts, about, you know, the immediate rematch. And I'm like, this is boxing. You know, um, anything can happen. You know, Al Heyman is a very smart, smart negotiator, a very smart businessman, very crude, as well as Eddie Hearn, as Bob Arum. Uh, uh, you know, Golden Boy staff. You know, but Al Al knows what he's doing. I don't know what's on that contract. I really don't know what stipulations or or was put onto there. It's all gonna fold out, you know. So the turn of the corner is 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 always gonna be there's a blind spot there. So I don't I don't know yet, you know. And I think that what makes everything more interesting. But to tell you the truth, I don't really care. I care about when the fights are made. And when I, when I talk about being a realistic in this sport, it's, it means that I honestly am a believer when they both walk in the ring. And, when, you, know, and you know what, Gable? Tell me if I'm lying. When the guys get – the guys – and I'm not saying Andy's going to do this, but there's a strong possibility. When a guy is fighting to get his respect and his position and he finally gets it, which I don't think Andy has got it yet as we could see. They they could fall in the line of, of money, which is, well, I I'm not going to fight this guy yet unless I'm getting this much or that much. We don't know yet. We need to sit back and just kind of let every th- everything else kind of unfold, and then we can go from there. Right now, it's too early in this, in this victory for Andy Ruiz to sit back and say, what's going to happen next? And is the contract really going to be honored and filled? I don't know yet. And like I said, I'm a realistic person when it comes to all of the business part of it because it it, it changes like everybody's underwears pretty fast. Word I
3: got triple G in 6. Uh that's you know I know your voice is uh is about I to I got fall triple
2: off. G in 3. You know. Oh really? I I got him in 3. But you know wouldn't it be another great story story because everybody's been bagging on Rose. I mean, we've all made Fun of the name, you know, uh Triple G Rose over Steve. Um but I it's could it give Steve uh Steve Rose an inspiration what Andy Ruiz did. It, it, it can, but inspiration and, and accomplishing it is two different things. I just don't see it happening. But then again, I didn't see Andy Ruiz winning this fight either. I thought it was gonna be a game fighter, um, but I haven't seen enough of Rose to say that he's gonna be a game fighter, have you? Yeah, I don't I don't know enough about him, man. Uh exactly. I, I
3: they picked him for a reason. So, you know, um but Oscar Valdez versus Jason Sanchez would be a fun fight. Uh Gabriel Flores Jr. uh versus Salvador Brasenso, uh Braceno rather, uh lightweights 8 rounds on ESPN. Uh Golovkin of course on DAZN at a, fighting at a catchweight, 164 pounds. Uh he said he's got big news is coming up this week. We'll uh we'll hear all about it this weekend, I'm sure. So uh June is is rolling forward. Um pretty exciting month. It's got uh you know Tyson Fury coming up uh, on the 15th and uh Yeah, man.
2: Uh let's wrap it up. Exciting times here as a boxing fan if you if uh if you're one of those that said I left because there was not there was no action in the heavyweight division. Well, I will welcome you with open arms because the heavyweight division is back. Anyways, everybody have a great weekend. Don't drink and drive because you will spill your beer. Gabriel. Peace.